ओरिजिनल्स जब हम क्रिकेट के बारे में बात करते हैं तो ये सवाल अक्सर पैदा होता है कि वट इज इट अबाउट द गेम विच मेक्स एज लव इट सो वेरी मच येस द स्किल इज अ बिग फैक्टर द एंटरटेनमेंट इज अनादर बट पता है वॉट ब्रिंग्स इज ऑल टूगेदर विथ आवर लव फॉर द गेम इट्स द स्टोरीज द स्टोरीज ऑफ ट्राइम्फ स्टोरीज ऑफ डिस्पेयर स्टोरीज ऑफ टीम वर्क ऑफ इंडिविजुअल ब्रिलियंस बट अल्टीमेटली इट्स द स्टोरीज ऑफ हैप्पीनेस दैट क्रिकेट ब्रिंग्स टू ऑल ऑफ अस विच गेट्स एस टूगेदर एंड दैट्स वॉट वीव ट्राई टू डू ऑन दिस शो वी स्पोक अबाउट मोमेंट्स फ्रॉम द आई पी एल द साइकोलॉजी ऑफ प्लेयर्स द फाइनेंसिस ऑफ क्रिकेट स्टोरीज ऑफ सोशल वर्क डन थ्रू क्रिकेट एसोसिएट नेशंस परस्पेक्टिव we had umpires writers and other key contributors to cricket on the show who contributed immensely towards us getting to 10 episodes on this show literally 10 anokhe log from the world of cricket came to season 1 of this podcast but i number 10 cricket ka ya sport ka ek aham aankda hai ab aap kahenge ye to obvious si baat hai yaar but you know what is not obvious इज दैट सिर्फ नंबर दस या दस लोगों के साथ क्रिकेट नहीं खेल सकते बॉस ग्यारह से प्लेइंग इलेवन बनती है इट्स कॉल्ड प्लेइंग इलेवन फॉर रीजन एंड सो प्रेजेंटिंग एपिसोड इलेवन ऑफ द क्रिकेट न्यूज डॉट कॉम पॉडकास्ट जहां हम जा रहे हैं डाउन रीस इन मेमोरी लेन टू ब्रिंग यू समेस्ट मोमेंट फ्रॉम सीजन वन फीचरिंग सम अमेजिंग स्टोरी टेलर ज्वाइन मी सुमेद बिल्की ऑन दिस वंडरफुल राइट एंड टोल्ड समेल्स Chaliye without further ado let's walk down memory lane on the final episode of season 1 of the cricketnews.com podcast You're listening to the cricketnews.com podcast Wow this is going to be a tough one because the more I think the more moments come to mind Now I have a task on my hands but uh, I think I can do this so let's go. Okay so the first wonderful moment that comes to mind is the 2011 World Cup final story by founder of the Bharat Army Rakesh Patel. Ye kahani hai about the time when India lost Virendra Sehwag against Sachin Tendulkar in the final chasing a big score at the Wankhede. Stadium khamosh ho gaya lekin in fans ke badolat ek mahol build hua which contributed immensely towards arguably the greatest night in indian cricket history aur aage main kya kahun listen to rakesh himself talk about his 2011 world cup final experience at the wankhede post you know that that incredible visual of ms6 um in every interview right every interview that zack pa gave that uv pa gave um and that everyone spoke it from that team they mentioned that you know the vande matram that happened in that stadium is something that they will take to their grave right and and i know for a fact that you you've also spoken about this for a number of times saying that 2011 was uh was a very important event in you know for the bharat army so just give us give us a visual picture uh of what it was like to be in the stadium on that day and and what did that vande matram mean to the people in that stadium to the players and to you Yeah I mean I mean first of all I was lucky enough to be living in India um, for four years when that world cup was happening so um the 2011 I managed to watch every single of India's matches throughout that tournament um and so um I was living in Mumbai um so actually be able to watch in you know, your country play 
in a World Cup final in the city that you're you know living in at the time yeah. was just an absolute surreal experience. And, and actually, I didn't have a ticket until the morning of the match, believe it or not. Um, mm. So that's another that's another story. <laughs> but um, but we managed we managed to buy forty tickets for the final for all of my friends who were traveling in from different parts of the world um, the day before in the morning of the match. Uh, we picked up forty tickets there, and we well, watched it in the to- North Stand. Did you have to sell an organ of yours for that? I imagine those must be uh, expensive tickets. <laughs> yeah, more than one, more, more than one organ. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go on. Um, but yeah, look, we managed to get a, a group of tickets in the North Stand here too, uh, right next to the media box. So we had a fantastic view uh, ah. of that six, actually. Um, so it was going the opposite direction. But um, going back to your point around, you know, the atmosphere and experience, um, you know, the whole match, um, the emotions of that match went in waves, right? So if you remember mm. at the beginning of the match, we had a great start. Zach bombed absolutely amazingly well. Um, we had yeah. the match pretty much under control at the beginning. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Sri Lanka played superbly well. Jer- you know, um, Jerry's innings was amazing and they did really, really well, um, to get to you know, over 270. Yeah. Uh, and a score with a lot of people in the stadium at the time. Um, felt that actually would be a real challenge, a challenge. Uh, uh, to yeah. chase down, particularly yeah. particularly at Wankadi, right? So, yeah. Um, so when we lost uh, Sachin and Sewag, um, you know, quite early in, in our chase, um, you know, there was a lot of Indian fans at the time, sure, right? Um, that you know, were, were we going to win? And, and if I'm very very honest, I was one of them. And one of my friends who flew in the morning of the match, um, mm. you know, uh, when when uh, Sachin got out. And I slumped in my seat. He grabbed me by the neck and he said, get up. He goes, I haven't flown all the way from England to see us lose. We're going to win this, right? And he said, don't mm. you stop. He said, don't you stop singing. You keep cheering and you keep singing, <laughs> right? Because we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we got, the, we got the crowd going and we didn't stop, right? And then it got to the point, um, you know, where there was a bit of a break in the match and the tension was just unreal. And I'm not sure if you can really feel the tension on TV. You know, mm. I know David Lloyd, Talked talked about it in commentary, yes. and he, you know he went silent um, for a period of time. Um, but that I think you have to be in the stadium to really feel the emotion and to feel um, that atmosphere. And when Van der Marten was played, right, um, and even now if I watch it right now, and and most people who weren't even in the stadium, if they watch it right now, they talk about getting goosebumps, goosebumps in their heads and the back of their neck, um, yeah. up, you know, and and it really is that kind of moment. It's a one-off. I don't think in in over 30 years of me watching cricket around the world, have I ever felt that type of emotion in a cricket stadium? Wow, what a story. When I listen to this, absolutely incredible. Moving on to the next one, which is a very relevant tale to the times that we are in. We know about the many people in the world who have taken to social service during COVID-19. But little did we know about New Zealand women's cricket team batter KT Perkins who worked full-time in the police force during the coronavirus pandemic in New Zealand. Katie works as a youth development officer and this is how her interaction with a young girl in New Zealand changed her perspective towards cricket and life. This one is a heartening tale indeed. Listening to Katie Perkins. Yeah, in the same vein, uh, I actually read a story, a brief story actually, of how you helped um, a, a Maori island girl uh, to sort of mm-hmm. uh, realign, realign her life using boxing, I guess. What's that story about? Yeah. Well, so that, yeah, her name's Nikita and 
that's that young person just changed my changed my life to be honest so it was during my time of working alongside her while she was um having to go through what we call over here the youth justice system she she committed um some sort of serious offenses and i ended up sort of i guess mentoring her um pretty informally there was no formal process that that occurred and it was just yeah. that as part of my role at the time i i yeah. met up with her and just built a really cool little relationship there and um she trusted me which was you know that's massive to get get the person's young person's trust is the mm-hmm. from there you can you can really make a difference so gained her trust and yeah got her into some boxing and just got her exposed to real positive things which she hadn't had the opportunity to to experience before because maybe the family couldn't afford to provide her opportunities with stuff or um, maybe she'd made the odd pull um, or circumstances in her life meant that yeah. going along to to some extracurricular activity is not a priority. So, yeah, working with her and seeing the realities that our young people deal with, that's what inspired me to um, sort of shift my focus in the police and just jump all in and work in that youth space um, for, I know now it's been a good couple of years or so now and I just love it. वक्त आ गया है एक छोटे से ब्रेक का ऑन द फिनाले एपिसोड ऑफ द क्रिकेट न्यूज डॉट कॉम पॉडकास्ट स्टे ट्यून्ड फॉर द रेस्ट ऑफ द काउंट डाउन ऑन द अदर साइड Welcome back to the cricketnews.com podcast. Today you have me, your host and those Sumit Bilgi as we go down memory lane to trace the best moments from season 1 of the cricketnews.com podcast. The next one is special because this was the first episode of the show and we were joined by sports lawyer Nandan Kamath. Nandan is someone who advises the BCCI and the ICC on legal matters and to have him on the show to talk about the financial impact of the loss of an IPL season on the BCCI and the various stakeholders of the IPL was a time relevant way for us to kickstart season 1 a point nandan made on the episode could be a major talking point in the days to come as well especially with the IPL now confirmed to be held from september to early november here's nandan making an important point about the opportunity ahead for the BCCI with the IPL and beyond listening to nandan kamath but the, the positive thing from the ipl perspective honestly is that uh, the bcci still has a significant amount of reserves and i see that as a significant positive because the holding of any event whether it's the ipl this year whether it's the t20 world cup whether it's the ipl the following year the costs of doing it are going to increase yes. certainly by a multiple mm-hmm. of holding a, a safe event not only for players yes. but also for spectators who come in so the, the yes. presence of some level of, of capital and that uh, that uh, nest egg which the bcci has i think yes. can significantly impact uh, coming back as soon as possible because i think any investment in safety will will have its immediate returns so there's an established business model there the the investment that would be put into event safety would have immediate returns so even though it might cost a bit more there is established way of recouping that that investment and i think this is a fantastic time for the bcci given its financial strength to mm-hmm. to uh, take its rightful place in sort of the leadership of the game as well uh, it really has a chance to uh, bring it back for players for the international community and 
the IPL as a celebration, whenever it does come back, I think has that chance, like we said, to to really uh, bring back both the symbolic as well as the financial into the into the game, not only in India but in many of the other territories as well. He's such a bank of knowledge, is Nandan, and unke saath badkar baat karna about what is now the most important topic in the world of cricket, the financial side of things, was a terrific experience indeed. Okay, time for the top two now, and it and it just gets a little tougher now, doesn't it? However, I've gone for a section from my episode with sports psychologist Adrian McKinnon. This episode was particularly empowering because जब हम psychology या mental health के बारे में बात करते हैं, then the perception is always that it is used to heal traumas or take care of problems. But Adrian so wonderfully explained that sports psychology can be used to actually train players and get them to perform better. There was a section on the episode where he spoke about why the mental side to cricket is so so intriguing and how the best players know and practice it. Here's Adrian talking about something very very important. I've noticed that the Jayawardenas, the Dravids, the Tendulkars and the Laras of the world have always maintained that it's about winning the mental battle before you replicate on the field in cricket. Can you explain the dynamics around uh, the mental side of cricket, which is talked about so much? It's time to move on in the cricket world. It's, cricket is fantastic. It's one of the most thinking sports on the planet. And one of the cool things about cricket, it's, an actually, it's actually a very easy game. You think about it. Where does the ball come from when you're batting? One direction. And yeah. what, are the, what are the motor mechanics used to hit a hook, a, hook, a pull, a drive? They're not that dissimilar. Mm. However, let's now take soccer. The ball comes from 360 degrees. You can use any different parts of the body. It could be the head, it could be your um, your chest, you can be you know, your legs, whatever. Mm. It's a much more technically Com- difficult yeah. game in terms yeah. of variety. But mm. what makes cricket so cool is we give you time. Right. We give you time in between a ball. So a ball's bold, you play a bad shot. And now you've got time to think negatively. Then you, another <laughs> ball is bold, and you make another mistake, and you've got more time to think negatively. And the same thing for the bowler. They get hit for six, and now they're thinking, they potentially are thinking negatively. Then we give you an end of an over. More time to think. The drinks come on. More time to sabotage yourself by negative thinking. Then there's lunch, more time to sabotage yourself. And if you're in a four or five day game, well, now you've got all night to think negatively about your stupidity, etc., etc. And that's the cool thing about cricket. Is mm. yeah, it's a great game to watch, but it's so mental. And yeah. that's the difference between the great and the super great. Now, the super great have worked it out, but there's very few who've worked it out. Say somebody like Viv Richards. Amazing. Mm. He worked it out for himself. That he said something along the lines of, I don't care if people think I look a bit cocky in the way I walk out to bat. I know I'm good and I'm going to do well. And that's the sort of attitude that you have to have. But not everybody has that attitude because of life circumstances. And that's where I come in. I help people not as good as Viv Richards or even potentially better than Viv Richards to do even better by learning to think in a more effective manner. I mean, yeah. I, one of the things that um, we really need to to get past is psychologists uh, in the sports world are not here to help you with so much your problems. We're yeah. here to take you from wherever you are in life, which is usually pretty good, and we help you go even better. 
mean, at the end of the day, we're not working at a you are at a zero and look at or minus 10 and trying to get you up to a two or three out of 10. You're probably a seven, eight already, and we're trying to get you to 9.9. And so what we should be looking at is this is not counseling. This is not therapy. This is not helping you with your problems. What we're doing is helping you become a much better version of yourself and superseding all of your dreams yeah. by training you. This yeah. is not sit you on the couch and ask you about your problems. This is not having a nice, pleasant little conversation. What we should really be doing is training you. Such a brilliant conversation. Aiden and I have been in touch since then, and it's an absolute pleasure to know someone worth 30 years of experience in such an important field. The last and perhaps my most favorite one is of an incident that I had witnessed myself, but we got to hear this from James Pamant from Mumbai Indians who had experienced it himself. And he narrated this on episode two of the podcast. The fielding coach of Mumbai Indians, James Pamant, speaking about the final ball finish in the IPL 2019 final when Lasit Malinga got Shardul Thakur out, when CSK needed two from one ball to win it, and the reactions of head coach Mahila Jayawardene that followed was absolute gold dust. An encapsulation of what this season was all about to highlight the contributions of those who don't get the recognition they deserve. Listening to James, this is a story that you wouldn't want to miss from episode two of the podcast. Is that the most surreal moment for you thus far in your IPL journey? Being yeah. in the dugout, you know, when Malinga got, you know, Shardul Thakur out on the last ball. Um, is that the most surreal moment? Just just walk me through how it was like, you know, just sitting in the dugout in those last moments and then getting your hands on the trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the surreal is is the word I'd use. The twelfth of the twelfth of May is a special day in my life. It was the uh, it was the birthday of, of my late father, and uh, oh. you know, for uh, I was very close to my father. He was a very strong mentor for me as I was sort of learning right. the game and, and obviously just in life in generally. He passed away in 2006, too too early for uh, you know for uh, for what we would have liked as a family. So the 12th of May is a really special day in, in our family's mm-hmm. in our family's life. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I guess one thing that I will never forget was the look on Mahela's face straight after straight <laughs> after the decision was made. Sort of Mahela made a beeline for me. I don't know why. It was just one of those things. <laughs> we were the sort of first to meet. And just the wideness of his eyes and, and his mouth was open wide and he was like, he, he couldn't believe it. And I just said, you know, to him, I said, well done, mate. I said, you, you know, you've backed Marley in, you know, because there was some yeah. discussion around whether Marley could step up and do so, another campaign for us. And and he and he just nailed that last ball for us, you know. And I know there was some discussion between the players around what type of delivery he should ball, you know, to Thacker <laughs> on that last delivery. And, and you know they came up with the right answer, and, and Marley just nailed it 100%. So I guess for me that the specialness of the day in relation to my father, the specialness of how the final was decided on the last ball, and then ultimately for me it was uh, seeing Mahela's face wide-eyed and uh, open-mouthed in disbelief. With that, we come to the end of Season 1. Oh my God, what an absolutely incredible ride it's been. Thank you, thank you so very much. Bohat, bohat dhanyawad aapka to listen in to cricketnews.com's first ever initiative to build cricket content via this podcast. Shout out to our partners Hubhopper for being such a major support and give our ambitions 
a wonderful direction. We would like to thank all our guests on the show in chronological order: Mr. Nandan Kamat, James Pamant, Buren Hendricks, Rakesh Patel, Ovesh Shah, Tim Cutler, and Sandeepan Banerjee, Katie Perkins, Adrian McKinman, Prasenjit Dey, Rohit Sankar, Sandeepan Banerjee again, and Mr. Ganesh Iyer. मेरा नाम है सुमेध बिलगी आई हैव बीन द प्रोड्यूसर एंड द होस्ट ऑफ द शो फिर लौटूंगा कुछ देर बाद विद द लेटेस्ट न्यूज सम न्यू पीपल टू स्पीक टू एंड द सेम ओल्ड एनर्जी बिटवीन यू एंड मी दैट्स व्हाट इट्स ऑल अबाउट टिल देन अपना ख्याल रखिए वेयर अ मास्क मेंटेन सोशल डिस्टेंस एज मच एज यू कैन एंड टेक केयर ऑफ योर मेंटल हेल्थ एंड एंजॉय योर लेटेस्ट डोज ऑफ क्रिकेट न्यूज एनालिसिस वीडियोस एंड अ लॉट ऑफ क्रिकेट कॉन्टेस्ट वेयर यू कैन विन अ टन ऑफ प्राइजेस via www.cricketnews.com remember the name i'll see you soon is hub hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya agar aap bhi apna podcast launch karna chahte hain to hub hopper studio website pe register kare aur 1 minute ke andar andar apna khud ka podcast launch kare यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट।